are listening to the Apricity Podcast. My name is Sion. I'm your host. Apricity means the warmth of the sun in the winter, and I decided to make this podcast in the winter when I was needing that light. The podcast is officially six months old, which is just insane. I feel like the past six months flew by. Summer solstice, I think, isn't technically until the end of June, but I think that when the weather warms up, it always feels like the beginning of summer. So I thought I would talk about themes and things I'm embracing this summer because I'm feeling a huge shift. And I don't know if you guys are feeling it too. It feels like this summer is the summer of freedom. It's the summer of not caring. I'm calling it messy girl summer. I just want to embrace being human in a way that would make my inner teenager super happy. Riding bikes to the beach, living in a swimsuit, not worrying so much about what I look like existing and focusing more on just how I feel while existing. Today's episode is on the law of attraction. I chose this topic because I am in a season of transition right now. I just graduated college. I revisited a lot of the work I've read and just notes I've taken on the law of attraction. A lot of the stuff I refer to and pull from is Jack Canfield. He has a really great book on the law of attraction that I recommend everyone check out. I'm going to give you guys some journaling exercises that I learned from it. The law of attraction just is a reminder, I think, for me that we are constantly attracting and we can always change the course and path of our life at any time. The law of attraction defined is the ability to attract into our lives whatever we're focusing on. The law of attraction uses the power of the mind to translate what's in our thoughts and materialize them into our reality. In basic terms, like attracts like. So step one to attracting what you desire is knowing what you desire. If you go to a coffee shop, you don't just say, I'll have what's ever on the menu. Maybe you do. Maybe you're pretty adventurous. But most people go to a coffee shop and they say, I want a vanilla oat milk latte. And then you get that. You can kind of think of the law of attraction in the same way. You have to know it is what you're asking for and get really specific. You can't just say, I want a boyfriend. You have to get specific on who he is, what he likes to do, where he goes, When I was first starting out with this stuff, a really powerful exercise that helped me was writing down personal goals, what you want from relationships, what you want with your health and body, career and education, what you want, fun, where you'd like to go and travel, what you want financially, what you want to give back, and just breaking these up into separate lists, right? And write down everything you want and don't want in these categories. If you're having trouble defining what you want, I think it's good to do what you don't want and then you can define what you do want. It's easy to start with what you don't want because I think we usually know what we don't like. And once you define those things, cross out the what you don't like list. You don't even have to look at it. You can just imagine it going into the abyss 
And focus on the list of the things you do want. Make decisions daily that align with that list. Like I said, you don't go to a coffee shop and tell them, I don't want a cappuccino. They're going to be like, okay, well, we have like 30 other things on the menu. You tell them what you do want and you have to get really clear. Getting clear is hard. I'm not going to lie. I think I've been struggling to get clear in certain areas of my life for the past six months. Just remember that you don't have to have everything figured out yet. You can just focus on the categories where you do know what you want. And remember that it's not permanent. You can always go back and change, but you just have to start somewhere. Clarity is power. Having a clear vision of where you're going, that is powerful. I'm going to tell you guys a story about how I use the law of attraction to get into a really good relationship. I have been with my boyfriend Cole for almost two years. It has been the best relationship I've ever been in. I always say that I feel like I subconsciously manifested him because I went through a really rough breakup where I was in a relationship with someone who didn't treat me very well. And when I broke it off, it was the first time I ever really stepped into my worth. I remember going for a walk after we broke up And in my head, I made a list of all the things I didn't want in a partner. All the things that I would never, ever settle for again. Then I started to think about all the things I wanted in a relationship. And they were really specific things. I thought, I want someone who is extremely emotionally intelligent. I want someone who is down to earth. I want someone who likes the outdoors, who will try new stuff with me, who will drink wine with me and dance around the kitchen at two in the morning. I mean, I got really, really specific. I think life is too short to just settle for things. And when you do settle, the thing that you could have had is always out there. I decided I am not going to get into a relationship until this person with all these qualities comes along. When I talked to people after my breakup, when I first started talking to other guys, I would leave so quickly or I would just be like, okay, it's not personal, but this person is just not aligned with who I want to be with and I'm not going to waste their time and I'm not going to waste my time. And I wasn't even necessarily looking for a boyfriend. I was just going to enjoy dating until that person came along. He came along pretty quickly, you guys. And because I had really high self-worth in that area... I was in the vibration of attracting exactly what I wanted in a future partner. So that brings me to step two of being what you seek. Your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors have to be in alignment with whatever you're looking for. Which makes sense, right? All of this stuff is very basic, but it's not at the same time because it's living with a lot of intention and a lot of clarity. And a lot of us just exist on autopilot. I feel like I was existing on autopilot for the past five months, to be honest. We get so busy and we don't slow down with ourselves and we allow the projection of what others want from us or what the world wants from us to take over. Step two is align to what you're attracting. Something not talked about often is that you have to be that no matter what the outer influences or the world is doing. And that can be hard because sometimes people can be mean and you have to stand your ground and stay in alignment with your vision of who you want to be, of who you want to attract 
it'll be easier to move past the people who aren't on the same frequency as you once you're in that alignment for a while just knowing that you are made up of energy the sun is made up of energy the moon the stars energy can't be created or destroyed it's the cause and effect of itself you've probably heard of karma what goes around comes around as a form of energy you are connected to everything around you when you think the same thought as someone else without saying it out loud that's energy So realizing that we're magnets and that we're constantly attracting without even trying, it can help you get your energy right. Some practices that I've been implementing to get my energy right and get in alignment is just trying to fully embody the type of person that I would like to become daily and just knowing that one day I will just be that person Something I used to do was vocalize my struggles with my body image and I would repeat negative affirmations about myself. Even if these are joking, even if these are, you know, just trying to make light of something, those negative things that you say about yourself, your thoughts, they manifest in your body. Just because you're the one saying it to yourself doesn't make it any better than if someone else were to say it to you. So having awareness of how you speak to yourself and how you speak to others, I think is key to changing the way you show up in the world. If you want to learn more about releasing negative mental programming, I have learned a lot of that from Byron Katie and Louise Hay. They're both really amazing authors who just kind of help you work through limiting beliefs. Once I realized that I was a magnet, It's so important to just believe that you have the ability to change your future. You have the ability to create your desired life. And a lot of that is just simply starting today being that. For example, one of my intentions this summer is to wear less makeup because just feeling comfortable in my own skin is really something that I want to grow even stronger in. So I'm simply showing up by just wearing less makeup. Aligned action. I think it's hard to do these things when we're told as a child that some things are good, some things are bad, but breaking down the binaries of the world you were raised in and the world you were told how to exist in and creating a new one is the most empowering thing you'll do in your life. This stuff is woo-woo, but I think that you have to be woo-woo to believe that you can even create a new paradigm. And my next and final step for today's episode is affirmations. I have always thought affirmations are a little bit cringy. I'm not gonna lie. Often the reason that we do this work is because we've been the hardest critic on ourselves. And I think that wellness culture, health culture, that girl culture, it insists that we shift to doing more and trying to be more. And a lot of that comes from a lack mentality, a mentality of thinking that you're not enough. And when you do affirmations, it's kind of speaking into the universe that you are whole and worthy in this moment. Also, affirmations retrain the way your brain speaks to itself. If you change your thoughts and beliefs, then you change how you go about the world and how you exist in the world. Every thought you think and every word you speak is an affirmation. So becoming an observer of how you speak, how you act, and 
what your limiting beliefs are is so powerful. When I was a kid, I was a really bad student. I failed a lot of classes and I was really reaffirmed by my school that I was not intelligent. My therapist my senior year of high school or junior year of high school asked me how I felt about school and I told her, you know, I'm stupid. I'm not very smart. She was like, well, who told you that? And I was like, well, I get bad grades, so I'm not smart. And she basically was the first person to introduce the concept of telling myself things differently until come to fruition. I ended up getting all A's my senior year. And in college, I graduated with honors. And I'm not saying that to give you an underdog story because I think that grades just like aren't a measurement of intelligence in any shape or form. But I do think that for me, deciding to believe something different about myself and actively working on that was the best thing I ever did for myself. Affirmations are declarations of who you are and who you'd like to be. So even if you don't believe in them yet, you're taking the steps necessary to one day getting there. It's like doing surfing lessons. The first time you surf, you have a hard time believing that you'll ever be able to stand up. When you start something, it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be maybe even a little scary. When you are working towards your highest purpose, you have to lean into that discomfort and know that the vision of what you're working towards is more important than anything else. Another thing that has motivated me to do affirmations is thinking of a time when I had someone that cheered me on when I thought I couldn't do something. When I was younger, I went through a pretty significant body transformation and a lot of it was fueled from self-hatred and from a place of anger towards myself. I had a friend who cheered me on when I was at my lowest points and reminded me of my power. I saw this video on TikTok the other day that made me cry. <laughs> it was this person running a marathon. They were like one of the last people and they were like barely going to finish it. And they started to walk. And someone who was before them stopped and went back for them and grabbed the person who was walking in last hand. And they started to run together. We don't remember that we have to give ourselves that support daily and others will come and uplift us and help us and be the person grabbing our hands, helping us get to the finish line. But you have to be the person showing up to the race in the first place, even if you're in last place. Because you're still in the race if you're in last place. I want to be that person for you right now, telling you that you can do anything and that I believe in you. When you're in moments of darkness and you're feeling alone, just know that I am there holding your hand. As a takeaway, I challenge you to write some affirmations down. Some of mine I'm working on right now are, I am divinely guided and protected. I can do anything. I make a difference in this world. I hope you guys liked today's episode. I had a lot of fun recording it, just speaking from the heart, and it felt really nice to do that. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, night, wherever you are. Love your friend, Sion.